The propaganda serves the agenda, but who sets the agenda? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberty every Saturday from 3 to 6, right here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And I try to tell you what are the real reasons behind the news. The big 24-7 cable cycle that you hear the same stories over and over again. In my opinion, even though they might not seem interesting or relevant to you, they probably are because I actually believe that they don't get into that cycle unless they're serving an agenda, serving a purpose. And I try to figure out what that purpose is. And uh, it's not to say that these stories aren't true or real or newsworthy. It's just that they are there. Uh, They're never wasted, as Rahm Emanuel would say. And this this weekend's uh, major story is a very tragic story coming out of Virginia Beach where a government employee may or may not have been terminated. The story is, uh, I've heard it both ways, 12 are dead and the shooter is also dead. The The story's changed a little bit. The first, uh, I was following it from the very beginning and the idea was that uh, there was the... I was following it from the beginning, and in the beginning, it said the police said that the guy was in custody. Now they're saying that he died in a shootout, and that people, bystanders, were shot in that shootout, and that I think there's four people were wounded and 12 were killed. But I don't want to give the details of the story. I don't want to talk about this person or the event for a couple of reasons. I mean, I, I'm going to acknowledge it, where, and I'm going to tell you why, you know, why I do think it's important. It's the, the reason this is important to all of us, even if we are not actually affected by it directly. And, and people who, innocent people get killed, it's a terrible tragedy. And nothing can give you your life back or the life of your loved ones back. There's absolutely no uh, consolation for that. And... There's no way we can, you know, we can pity them, and, but there isn't much we can do. But it is, it is relevant and important to each and every one of us to make sure that those stories are not exploited for political purposes because that empowers those things or that they're, they provide a demonstration or an example for people to copy, copycats. So I don't like to talk about the details of it. I like to kind of separate the wheat from the chaff and and talk about why I think these stories are uh, treated always in the same way across the board in social media, the mainstream media. The policy agenda always comes out right away. And and you think, you probably think I'm going to say that the policy agenda is gun control. I do not think that is the policy agenda. I think just like abortion, the gun control issue is not meant to be resolved in the near future. It is meant for two things, gun control in particular. One is it's meant as a wedge issue, a divisive issue in itself as a way to keep the parties going, as a way to keep the Supreme Court the most important 
thing in the country. Uh, it's a way to keep us in what seems to be at this point a religious war. The left-right thing is where people can hate each other because of their creed, which is something we've done away with a long time ago. But that's what that is what this is a part of. But there's more to the gun control, uh, the shooting events than uh, than that. I think, which is this: these. Mass shooting events are always exploited by the political class to justify other agendas. And the the number, the main ones in these cases, I think, are surveillance, censorship, and then uh, this wholesale across-the-board attack on due process that's coming from various points of view. But in these cases, it's usually under the guise of mental health. So my position is that no liberties, no property, nothing can be taken away from you, should be taken away from you without due process of law, which I would say is the due process set out in the Constitution, which includes a trial by jury. So there is no reason for people to be incarcerated for mental health uh, quicker than somebody accused of a violent crime with the full capacity of their senses. So... But there's, in this case, I think that something else is, is another agenda is being served, a side agenda maybe. It's a government building, and I think that they will take this opportunity to really lock down government buildings in particular, but you know, increase that barrier between uh, the citizen and their, their agents in government. I, understandably, if they're a target, then that's what they're going to want. But there is a lot of press on the dangers of anti-government sentiment. And that is a very tricky line to walk because anti-government sentiment is what the Bill of Rights is there to protect because power corrupts and we have given the government power and we need to scrutinize it. We need to criticize it. Uh, We need never, we must never cross over the lines where you uh, engage in violent action, but but the so we we have to make sure we don't get caught up in emotions and throw out rights with with legitimate self defense. And I think so. The gun issue is the one that that is probably targeting the left to have the left give up these civil rights. If you don't get rid of the guns, then they will acquiesce to some of these other protections. And then on the right, you have other factors that target the right terrorism, drugs, uh, immigration. You just, it's, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying these are the factors that these are the big things that are used to tell us that the world is different, that our, that our fundamental rights have to change because the way our legal structures have been set up for thousands of years or have evolved over thousands of years and have worked in, you know, in modern times, those, that paradigm is over. Those, those things are over. And this is where I start. I start wondering if that, you know, if we really get the story, I don't think we get the story because I'm not satisfied that I understand what, what the paradigm shift is here with the shooters. Why is it all happening now? And it's virtually unheard of 20 years ago, because if that, if, if, if there's just some 
psychosocial event happening, you would really expect a lot of other things to be dramatically increasing at the same time. I mean, we're talking multiples, not like a percentage increase, but like many times the amount of these events from a previous era, 20 years ago or so. So, may, you know, one explanation. So, so I don't know. I don't think we get the full story. I don't think we're getting the full explanation. They'll say mental illness is on the rise and that people need to be stopped before they start red flag laws, all that stuff. But why? I've heard uh, the loss of white privilege as being a reason why, you know, like you just hear these stories that that feed into the policy, but not for this particular shooter. But I'm just saying like there that 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 is one an explanation here pop up for me. The one explanation that I would accept that I would would probably think plausible is what I've coined screen induced psychosis. If it's 20 years ago is when we started getting smartphones, maybe 15 years ago, if if it's really that damaging, and I think it might be, and if you look, try to look at the research, it kind of dries up a few years ago, they would never tell us that, in my opinion, because especially with the advent of 5G coming down, because if they are just trying to impose a totalitarian state, and I think they are, they need us to be plugged in. They need That's what the smartphones are for. That's why they give them away to poor people. It's not It's not because they're socialists. It's because they're totalitarian globalists. So that's what, so they would never tell us that. And then, but I think that would account for it. I think that's like having a real impact on our teens. And I think if you know people, you, you'll see that there is a spike in that, in uh, what I'm calling screen-induced psychosis. But there's another thing that's weird about these stories, um, and maybe it's a, it's a different technology-driven event, is that there would be, so many people are killed and normally in a situation like that, many more people are injured than are killed. But like in this case, I think it was 12 people killed and maybe four injured during a shootout that got wild, That is what the reports are. And, uh, you know, perhaps that's a gaming, a phenomenon of gaming. Maybe this guy was a gamer. I don't know. But I am not, when they tell me that the paradigm is shifting and we need to change fundamental laws because of it, I need to understand why the paradigm is shifting. And if instead of changing our fundamental legal architecture and our protections, that perhaps we can eliminate the new thing that has caused these problems. So maybe we should look back and say, what is it? That is creating this paradigm shift because it's it seems narrowly focused to me. And, and my guess is you could, if you genuinely wanted to see a pattern emerge that you could address by withdrawing a change or alerting people to the dangers of a change, that would be a better way. And that's why I think these stories, it looks to me these stories are exploited for policy, for predetermined policy agendas. Let's figure out what's really going on. And uh but there was something, so many things like came out of this uh, that I want to talk about. But one of the things that was important, I thought, was that you don't want uh, uh, when I how I realized how very powerful this idea of setting an example of copycat of mimicry is. Uh, because I was looking in the Bilderberg Group, the Bilderbergers are having their annual meeting right now. In attendance is George's own Stacey Abrams. Jared Kushner, Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of Defense, in an organization who's absolutely engaged in a conspiracy. They don't tell you what it is. They have an agenda. It affects the world. The most powerful people in the world are there. 
perforce, I guess, because it's a very powerful organization. And you just have to decide whether you think that conspiracy is benevolent or malevolent. And I really want to talk about that, their agenda and who's going to be there. But Peter Thiel is always there. He's supposedly a libertarian, hard to believe, but uh, that's what he says. And his pet project is this idea of mimetics, which I always thought was memetics, memes, and the power of memes, especially the Defense Department using them to enhance dysfunctional subcultures. I'll never get past that one. But this is something different. It's mimetics, and it's about mimicry as being possibly the most powerful uh, um, behavioral lever in human society. And if this guy, if that's his pet project, it's got to be powerful. So I want to talk about a lot of that stuff, um, what's going to come out of Bilderberg, why I am more convinced than ever that this is a, there is a, that this is, that almost everything that's going on right now is about that final push towards a kind of connected world that uh, will require a new legal architecture. I don't think I'm on board with that. Let's see if we're in, where we get to consent or withhold consent from that, if that makes any difference at all. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. It's a madhouse! A madhouse! On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. Uh, I'm going to go straight to the phones, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Jordan and Ostel. Jordan, you're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Um, I called abruptly after hearing the show, and uh, I heard you mention Bilderberg, and one quick point I wanted to make about that was uh, I think it's uh, – people think it's kind of weird that Kushner went there, but I actually think it's a good thing because it's good to see somebody with an America First agenda go into these Bilderberg meetings, which if you remember 10 to 15 years ago, people used to actually – call people that were covering this crazy conspiracy theorist people and now all of a sudden it's like mainstream media sounds kind of like those crazy people 10 years ago but uh on the point of the uh mental health thing i just wanted to shoot this out real quick and i'm gonna hang up and listen to your response but uh i i don't think anybody's talking about these shooters being on prescription drugs uh there's a website ssristories.org and uh i think it's pretty cool to sit and read like all these cases and stuff like that and uh no one's mentioning that so uh the white privilege thing just doesn't do it for me so i'm gonna listen to what you have to say thanks sorry i didn't mean to throw that out there and throw people off it does not pertain in this case at all but uh but i had seen like the loss of you know the male at the the white male at the top of the pyramid is making like a lot of these boys crazy i mean you'd have to give me evidence of that uh yeah the the ssri thing i you know, I just don't know. I, I, I think I, I don't I, I have not done the research myself to see if that's a cause or an effect thing. But the fact that a lot of people are on that stuff in itself kind of supports my gut feeling that there is something wrong with maybe it's the technology, maybe it's society. You know, let's take a step back instead of putting people in jail or on drugs. But I'm going to keep taking the calls, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez, on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 
I am waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberty every Saturday from 3 to 6. And we are in a long stretch of that because uh, I'm here all summer long. I get bumped a little bit at football, a little bit for basketball. But we've got lots of good stuff coming up. And if you like the show, want to hear it a second time or hear it commercial free or hear the podcast I do with my trusty producer Binkley here, you can go to thepropreport.com. Wednesdays we post this show and Thursdays we post a podcast, an all new podcast. So you can hear that there at thepropreport.com. We are talking about uh, a few things. I'm focusing right now... We were talking about the Virginia shooter, that those stories are always used to push an agenda. There's just no two ways about it. Maybe it's your agenda, maybe it's not your agenda, but it is used to push an agenda. Maybe justified, may not be justified. There's always different solutions to a problem, and they're all, but I always think it's more important to understand the causes of the problems. The guns are not the causes of the problem. So we should really think of that. And really scrutinize then why it's always a policy prescription that doesn't necessarily connect with the real causes. I don't think we pay enough attention to the real causes. And an idea that I had suggested that I don't think, if it were true, would ever be revealed. Someone called talking about antidepressants, and maybe that is a factor. Maybe it's a symptom, a coincident symptom. But I think that uh, screen-induced psychosis is a real thing. It is not being studied or talked about. And I think that's because the screens are an essential part of this connected world, this 5G world, the Internet of Things, augmented reality, all the things that are going to get us into a different, a society so different that these laws probably would not work. But that's, but that society i think is being imposed from above and not organically uh emerging from free interaction of people so i i'm with that i'm going to go to joseph in atlanta joseph you are on with monica hi joseph hi i'm monica i've been following you for a long time thanks for answering my call uh i was just going to contribute to what you are saying which is true which is um the 5G, the technology, the augmented reality that we're moving into a society that certain people just may not be able to adjust to. If you remember, there was a Twilight Zone called the uh, uh, the Obsolete Man. And if you ever watched that, uh, it, it kind of elaborates on the same concept. A new Twilight is, uh, Zone or an old one? It's an old one, a black and white. Yep. Uh, it's on YouTube. Okay, I'll check it out. I, I'm um, sure I've seen them all, but uh, I, maybe it's been a while. Yeah, so keep going. Yeah, so that's all. That's that's pretty much it. Is that uh, and, and also with uh, Facebook and all these these large tech companies shadow banning people, uh, perhaps for political opinions or their personality or whatever, uh, people just simply not being able to get hired or getting fired uh, because of their social status, which is most of the social score oh, um, that just wouldn't even work here. Yeah. You're basically like covering. All this stuff that came out of the stuff I was looking at for Bilderberg, there were a couple, first of all, one of the things that came out of my, um, the research I was doing this week, one is called Social Sentinel. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. It's It's where the school district, this one company, Gaggle is an example of the company Social Sentinel, they, they 
collect all social media posts, even emails and stuff that are done on school servers. Also, the adults in the area, like physically near a school, and they aggregate all that data, which in itself has tremendous value. And then they submit it, subject it to algorithms that set up flags, thousands and thousands of flags. Whether you're joking or not, it's going to come to you. And then I looked at the technology that that is all stemming from, and Basically, every single major player has a CEO going to Bilderberg this year from Palantir, which is data, um, data compilation analysis, a uh, thing called DeepMind, which is the cutting edge of AI, this thing called Jigsaw, which used to be Google Ideas, which the point is to take AI and go through the Internet and suppress unwanted, well, what they call dangerous or whatever, ideas. All these things are working together. Uh uh, and and they will contribute. Oh, that was what I was going to say. The social sentinel thing will contribute to your social score. I was investigating this Virginia shooter, and he has a reputational index. So I looked like, do I? Look, you have like a reputational index, which is straight out of Black Mirror. If you've seen that, I haven't seen I haven't seen Black Mirror yet. Um, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, that's that's basically uh, you know, as you're into investigative journalism, um, and I guess you'll just. You know, follow the breadcrumbs and, and yeah. find the truth. Yeah, I'm getting it all. Thank you so much for the call, Joseph. Thank and, you, Monica, uh, for what you do. Oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure talking to you. It's not always a pleasure doing what I do because it gets kind of scary. And uh, it's 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 so, Binkley, you've done so much on the 5G stuff. I mean, and if, if when we start going through the Bilderberg people... I think you're going to see that this uh, that that what you're looking at. I mean, it's it's going to happen. It's going to flash. Yeah, that's why it's getting pushed on us. I think so hard. Yeah, and fast like this. Five G. You. This is the thing. So, um, uh, to the extent that it, people argue, get get you go finish your thought. Oh, that was it. I, I think they're oh, just okay. pushing. They're they're preventing people or uh, counties from per- stopping it, and they want to ram it through because they want that infrastructure set up, and they'll deal with the consequences later. Right, and they're setting up what they're calling shot clocks of like sixty or ninety days to make sure that you respond to the request for um, an easement for them to put this stuff on public property, and that and you have to have a really good reason, not just the nebulous. We don't want this stuff near our children. Yeah. It's not going to be good enough. And I don't think that a lot of people are even aware of those. That, like they probably never see some of those notices. Well, this is the problem. So when when people say we need a new legal architecture or new laws for this stuff, I would like to take a step back and say they are the, the federal government. This is Trump's federal government. Trump's administrative, the FCC or whatever, Ajit Pai, I forget. There, this is Trump's administration. Administrative law is a, is totally unconstitutional. It's legislation and regulation, all that stuff in the executive branch. So he's solely responsible for it. He doesn't need to go to Congress. He, it's unconstitutional, but it, that's the way it's working. And they are pushing this down. It's worse than a violation of the 10th Amendment. It's going right to the localities, right to your school district, right to your town, and telling you you cannot stop it. And when you push back with the legitimate this is another law that it, that you should be able to a legitimate concern withstanding that this is going to create danger and damage. They say to you, it's too important to worry about your rights. And you know what else they say to you? What? They say that's Russian propaganda that oh, you're spreading. That's so true. Oh my gosh, 
so in the past couple of shows, I can't remember now, the podcast and the show are kind of like weaving together, which is super cool if you're listening to all of it. Um, but I'll just tell people to go back and listen. But I'll actually just try to tell people now what it is, which is also sometimes why uh, I'll repeat myself, but it bears repeating, is this, this new knowledge, uh, which was the one behind the the Roy Moore sabotage where they pretended to be Russian bots. They are writing the reports on Russian interference in the election for set for the Senate. They are also uh, writing what you quoted in the New York times as being uh, the Russians aren't only interfering with elections. They're deterring us from implementing 5g, yeah. which will weaken us on the world scale and that stage. And then, this is another uh, thing to the Bilderberg. Reed Hoffman, the tech billionaire, the guy who established LinkedIn, financed new knowledge. He's going to be at Bilderberg this year. Wow. Yeah, man. Full circle. Yeah. It's cosmic. Or terrifying and quite <laughs> earthly. It's quite earthly. I think they want... Well, that's the other thing is that it is kind of cosmic because... That's another reason they're certainly tying in this idea of the space, the importance of space in uh, in our competitive competitiveness with Russia and China, our ability to withstand a war or a start a war. And they're so they're saying it's national security, 5G. I don't even get the connection with 5G in space, I guess, because they have to have so many satellites, satellites. are going to run on 5G. OK, so they've got. That and then the other thing, which actually, according to something I pulled out recently, this MacArthur, JFK, and then Eisenhower also agreed with it, that our national security is, in fact, our economy. So when they say that you can't let China get ahead of us in 5G for national security reasons, that might actually be true. But I would say the number one, if that if our economy is our best defense, I would say the number one problem far and away more important than 5G is our debt, which absolutely cannot be solved in the world we're looking at. Like the current, what, what we think the world looks like, what we're told about our politics, about our government, about our economics, cannot bear the debt that we have. So it, that in itself is treason, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a lot of debt to make up in a, you know, any... It's, it's $23 trillion and... uh and that doesn't count the unfunded liabilities. So, I mean, right. it's not possible to pay it. I, I, I don't even know what $23 trillion Yeah, it doesn't means. mean anything. It's that, <laughs> now, that is cosmic. We could probably put them together and get to the moon and back. I don't know. So, so there's a lot. It's just, it, there is, there are so many legal concepts and safeguards against this stuff people say like there's nothing that now with terrorism and guns and uh all this stuff that you that we need a whole new legal architecture that's to quote michael chertoff the second department of homeland security head but there but that's all there are there there's stuff about pirates that's what terrorists are like they're pirates there's stuff about that in the constitution there's there were guns at that time and uh, and and with this uh, Facebook, for example, create. Let's say there is screen induced psychosis. Let's say that this the, and it and it's absolutely true that uh, teenage girls, especially, develop depression, anxiety, low self esteem, a lot of things from interactive screen use. So social media, particularly, 
And if you if you're worried about that, you don't need new laws. What needs to happen is like what they're it's worse than what so Purdue, I guess, settled and Johnson and Johnson is on the in the dock for opioid manufacturing and marketing or I, I, I don't know exactly what they're being charged with, but but drug companies are paying damages for selling opioids, which are addictive. Facebook, you have Facebook engineers admitting openly that their job is to create addiction. And they know it's not good for you. I mean, as you pointed out, Steve Jobs would not let his children have it. So what, what there needs to be is a class action suit of all these people who are genuinely damaged by this stuff and I mean, you could run Facebook out as enormous as Facebook is. One one suit, by the way, it was Peter Thiel brought bankrupted Gawker, which was a, a no holds barred media outlet. Yeah, I, I think they might even be testing the site, the screen psychosis you mentioned, because there's been occasionally these day long or even two day long in one case, Facebook outages. And I, if I were them, I would be watching through the, the screen of people's the camera, the camera of their screens, just to see yeah. their frustration I mean, build. They actually break the screen tapping on it as yeah. hard as they possibly can. Right. You'd have to take a few things out at the same time to make people really, really crazy. But a lot of these things, oftentimes, I feel like big, big news events are test runs for something like this Google jigsaw that focuses on terrorism what they're really it, it finally occurred to me like the isis thing it's it's not just a scare tactic that the way they emphasize it i think it is it is they they do use these tools they say to fight isis you know by suppressing videos and all that kind of stuff but it has nothing to do with isis these are just speech suppression tools that need a very very broad impact and therefore need to be tested and I, I want you to tell us about the maui hiker as a, if you want to talk about kind of uh real time i'm going to take a break first but then we're going to talk about real time tech development that you might that may or may not be exploiting crises but it may also be creating crises to exploit let's see 800 wsb talk this is monica perez Monica Perez. I'm not interested in fantasies. I'm interested in reality. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I'm going to go to some calls right away. I want to go to Mike in Atlanta. Mike. Mike, Hello. you're on with Monica. Hey. Um, okay, so... I'm a firearms instructor on the weekends. Um, I uh, work for a roofing company during the week. Um, But uh, I've been an NRA instructor for 20 years, and one of the things I recently started recommending was a book called The Gift of Fear. Um, It's my opinion, and in this, the author's opinion, uh, he's been a counselor to victims of violent crime for, I guess, a few decades. But in his book, he details that Every time that there's something like this, somebody's victimized by a violent crime, that he lets them talk out a lot of it, and eventually every single one of them say, you know, when I saw that guy, I knew there was something off about him that day. There's, there's signs that, that we miss um, and that we, we don't get, I, I guess, the, like your gut 
reaction. You know, a lot of people don't pay attention to that. It's like that, why you wouldn't want to walk through a dark alley, you know, because your gut tells you, no, that's not a good place to go. We're distracted all the time. Right, because we've got so much technology, and that's one of the things I I teach is the refuse to be a victim course. You know, 90% of not being a victim of violent crime is simply being aware of your surroundings. Oh, that is so true. Um, Code white, unaware, unalert. That's bad, 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 bad. But I want to touch on that right after this break. I'm going to talk about the technology and the emotions. This is Monica Perez. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 